I'm cutting this whole section. People are going to be confused. No, you okay. can't cut the section. You just beat it. All right. It. So if you've uh, if you're just joining us, which you are, and if you're not, then you're not hearing this. So I'm not addressing you. So fuck off. If you're just joining us, we just accidentally doxed ourselves because we are consummate <laughs> professionals. We is in those we two. Had to. <laughs> I had a good thing going. We've had to cut that section out oh. because of uh, my. Frequent threats to fight other content creators and my <laughs> controversial statements on Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. Who, I will remind you, is not that hot. Cameron Diaz, I don't think would come get us. If, like, if you said you were going to fight her, I don't know if she'd really care. Yeah. Honestly. Well, I will fight her. Um, what is it? What that are you looking for? That is a legal. Threat. <laughs> <laughs> What's a divergent personality test? So, do you remember the the YA series Divergent? Oh, yes. I'm gonna see if they also, if you they've need, got one. You need to like I did it before while you were making coffee. You need to sit in the corner. Go over in the corner so that I can see. Move over. This is where the mic arm is. I got move, a new mic arm. Whose fault is it that you bolted your microphone yeah. to the desk? <laughs> it's on the side of the desk. Where am I supposed to put it? Anywhere. We're holding our mics. Yeah. Maybe I'll hold it. Yeah. I hate this. It's going back. <laughs> it's not happening. Just, holding? You know what you should do? Indecisively fiddle with it so, <laughs> so that all of those sounds are recorded. Those beautiful sounds. All right, here we go. Why are we doing this quiz? Because you got me thinking about personality quizzes, and uh, now I'm interested in that. All right. Divergent. This is uh, Epic Reads. And this is the faction quiz. The faction quiz. They had factions different to houses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Factions. All right. When you are faced with a difficult problem, you react by making a list of pros and cons and then choose the option that the evidence best supports. That one. Creating a work of art that expresses your feelings about the situation. That'd be you, Dylan. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, it would. Shut up. You make some music about it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I do make music about things, but... (laughs) uh, Doing whatever will be the best thing for the greatest number of people... Debating your issues with your friends. I don't have any friends. That's not me. Uh, facing it head on. That's probably you. Yeah, I mean, I might make a song. I do I do less of it now, but I did used to You're be faced with a difficult problem. What I'm, do you do? I mean, we can, we can only do this with one person answering. It's not for all of us. It's the faction that one of us would be in. So okay. someone has to be doing this. So ordinarily quiz. I'd say ladies first, but this is a podcast for men. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not Shut you. up. Do it for Dylan then. <laughs> All right, Dylan, what are you going to do? Difficult problem. Um, Difficult problem. Probably. Crushing probably, debt. Probably head on, but I do a bit of debating problems with my friends and I do a bit of, I mean, I, I make art. I think but, that's more you than any of them. What, make art? I don't know that it? he's made art to express the feelings of his situation. Not that I've heard. You've literally got a song called Eat the Rich. But that's not like a problem that he's having. <laughs> that's not like, damn, bro, I'm. I mean, it's really a problem mad. we're all facing. So. Yeah, but it's more of an existential. Problem. I made I made some songs throughout my uh, previous very turbulent relationships, some of which were celebratory, and some of which were like, damn, this sucks. Did you ever make uh, breakup songs when you were in your first rock band? My first rock band 
pretty much all of it is his <laughs> breakup songs. Yeah. Cool. In the Methamphetamines? No, I'm talking about Grudge Baby. Oh, right. <laughs> Grudge Baby? Yeah. Was that a band you were in? Yeah, when I was like wow. 15 or 16. Wow. Hell yeah. I remember telling a girl at school that my brother was in a band called Grudge Baby and she was like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I still and then don't she know. never dated me. I still, I still don't know if I like or dislike that name, but definitely, <laughs> it Methamphetamines. Definitely was one upped by Methamphetamines. Yeah, um, that's so funny. I, I think there was some. I don't think there were breakup songs in Grudge Baby. There was a song that there was a song my, called my, Percy song. My first song that I did that I felt like could go somewhere, and other people kind of felt the same thing was, and I wrote this when I was seventeen. It's called "I Love You Like I'm 17. <laughs> That's <laughs> wow, so awesome. And it had you know like a catchy riff, and it was oh know, yeah, I remember this as well. Yeah, that was that was one of the ones that you played a lot. That I think like. Either you really liked or it connected with audiences or whatever. I think mum and dad liked it. I liked Carnivore. That shit was cool. Yeah. Do we I, have any of these songs? How do you know all of these? I was at your gigs, idiot. Yeah, right, okay. I got pulled to that <laughs> shit by mum and dad. you got to support your brother. <laughs> that stuff's probably... And yeah. then you didn't grow out of it like a normal child. <laughs> and they eventually were like, you know, you need a life too, Cam. You can... <laughs> You don't have to go to all of the gigs. It's the same with our other brother. He had, like, he played soccer and I would go to those games, but mm. then he did it up until he was 18. And it's like, you don't need to go to all the other games. Yeah, I'm, I'll be Put interested in a good two to see years. once I start doing gigs again, once I finish, you know, a handful of these Latin songs that I'm working on, who's going to show up to those gigs? That'd be sick. <laughs> Think granddad's going to show up at your gigs? He will. But also, where is this? I want this original music. I want Carnival. Oh, the, Mum want... and Dad will have, like, the CD. <laughs> I, the think CD there's, I think there's live versions on YouTube still, but really? I don't Go, know. Internet, I, I, go. A, lot, a lot of them didn't get properly recorded okay. before that band stopped being a thing. I had, I had, I don't know, I mean, it's not an album. I just had, like, a bunch of your songs on MP3 on my iPod. Yeah, I, I was sure that. But, you know, now that I've said that we didn't record them, I was like, we definitely recorded Percy's song. I think we recorded Carnival. I think we, yeah, there was a few. But, I mean, that was just a crappy, like, teenage band. Still, I want to hear Teenage dirt band. I, teenage dirt band. I want to hear, I want to hear these songs. Well, play, maybe that'll be our theme teenage song. Teenage dirt band called Grudge Baby with songs like I Love You Like I'm 17. <laughs> um, you had, um... I came here because I thought there'd be girls. That was was that a Meth Queens one? So girls was the girls. first there you go. was the first song from Methamphetamines, and yeah, the refrain was "I came here because I thought there'd be girls." There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that had a very white. Stripes I could I could be anywhere in it. the world, but I came here because I thought there'd be girls. It was kind of white stripesy, kind of strokesy. I remember when we recorded it, the engineer was like, "This is like strokesy," and I was like, "I've never listened to the Strokes." He was like, "What?" the hell he said get out get out of my recording he studio started me on like i'm st- i am such a strokes head now like i love the strokes and it's I, and i understand his confusion now that i listen like now that i know them how he listened to the song that that i was doing 
and was in, uh, just gobsmacked that I'd never heard of the Strokes. Well, I'd heard of them, but I'd never listened to them. All right, so you're doing things head on? Head on, baby. Head on. After all that discussion about creating art. Uh, you most want your friends and family to see you as someone who is willing to make sacrifices and help anyone in need, is liked by everyone, is trustworthy, is uh, will protect them no matter what happens, offers wise advice. This is how you want your friends and family to see you, not necessarily who, how you see yourself. Um... Do you want to be liked by everyone? I don't or seen think that's as no, but that, that's not that's not. Do I want to be liked by everyone? That's do I want my friends and family to see me as someone who is? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's liked a complicated everyone. feeling to have. But uh, also, I mean, not really. I I think you're the kind of person who would want people to think that you offer wise advice. Yeah, probably. That's that's my... out, out of those things there, probably. You know, Dylan, he offers such wise advice. I mean, I don't. Like, I'm very but smart. But do you want people to think? I'm, I'm very smart, but I also don't think that... Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I give advice. People come to me sometimes for things. Let's do that. We're doing a podcast right now, which is ostensibly to help men. So, you know, I must feel like I have something to say. Don't do the Jordan Peterson quiz. Do the Divergent quiz on epicreads.com. Epicreads. <laughs> if you had to select one of the following options as the profession, which would you choose? Judge, firefighter, scientist, farmer, humanitarian. That just means pedophile. What? Um, <laughs> what? How? What? That just means you're like a misc billionaire that just, you know, oh, I do. No, that's philanthropist. That's philanthropist. Full-on Full rapist. rapist. Um, out of those, oh, I don't know, probably a judge. Judge. Yeah, I can you see are you being a judge, yeah. What activity would you most likely find yourself doing on an unexpected day off? Rock climbing or skydiving? Volunteering? Reading, of course. Sharing opinions with your friends? <laughs> something artistic. I mean, probably something artistic. Yeah. What would you Either most likely find yourself doing on doing an unexpected day off? Uh, he's been reading, but I don't think that's what he's most likely to be doing. It's probably something artistic. Yeah. Painting, dancing, or writing. When choosing your outfit for the day, oh, here we go. We talk about jawns. You select whatever will attract the least amount of attention. <laughs> <laughs> Something that will not distract or inhibit <laughs> <laughs> distract or inhibit you from what you have to do that day. Something comfortable but interesting to look at. Whatever will attract the most attention. Something that's simple but still expresses your personality. Yeah, it's either comfortable but interesting or simple but expresses personality uh, lately it's been i'm doing a lot of like sweat doing a lot of stuff. sweat comfortable but interesting to look at because that that dual red like tracksuit is oh, yeah, interesting the, to look at but it's comfy yeah <laughs> you get compliments oh yeah well done mate <laughs> you did it Literally the second I left the house Wearing my full red three stripes Adidas tracksuit Someone was like Good on ya Good on ya <laughs> Nice one mate um, If you discovered that a friend's significant other Was being unfaithful Would you A Tell your friend ASAP You can't imagine keeping that knowledge secret B Confront the cheater 
C, sit them both down and act as a mediator while they talk it over. Good Lord. <laughs> just, D, just keep it to inserting, yourself. Just inserting yourself into this relationship. Keep it to yourself. Statistics prove your friend will find out eventually. Wow. Or I, I tell have. your friend it's unhealthy for them to be in a relationship where such selfish behavior is present. B, I would confront the cheater first. I love the idea that, like, you would keep that from your friend and it's like, well, actually, yeah, I the data statistic- says. Statistically meh, speaking, you were going to find out eventually. Meh, the data says. Yeah, no, I would confront, like, I, what do you think? Because we can, we can pause on these questions. We're, we're entering my answers, but this should be. What know, would you do, viewers? But also, like... What would you do? Because I think confront the cheater because I think, like, cheating is bad. No, but if you can have a conversation with them where they 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 pull their head in... I think it really depends, for me, on how well... Because the way the question was phrased is, like, your friend's significant other. So, yeah. like, it do... It do. <laughs> so it do be tough, It do though. be tough. Um, like, if I didn't know the significant other very well, but, I like, my friend... I wouldn't feel comfortable confronting the significant other. I would feel more comfortable going to my friend and going, hey, this is something that hey. I think you should be aware of. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. It depends how well I know the other person. Because if they're both friends, uh, I would confront the cheater mm. in the hopes that, you know, look, if you can resolve whatever it is you need to I don't know I would I would start the conversation with them based hey on, bitch based you're on fucking the, other people and you didn't consider me based on the conversation that we I'm have, his best friend yeah because well, what I would do is confront them and 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 leverage I would, bla- <laughs> I, would I would blackmail them no, no no I depending on the conversation that we had and how I felt that went that would determine whether or not I was then going to go on and tell the friend being cheated on. Terrible news, buddy. The pussy's trash. Yeah. <laughs> and to- also she's cheating on you, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, if 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 you didn't know the significant other very well, yeah. would you go straight to your friend and just be Yeah, like, yeah. If if I if I just did not know that person at all and I didn't really care about them. So you I only fu- cared about my friend. I think it depends on the circumstances that you find out. So like if I saw them my first response would be to take a photo and then send it to my friend. (laughs) Yo, check this shit out. So if I, again, I think that's another circumstance. I'd also, I'd use like, you know that function that Messenger has where you make it into a little present they have to open? (laughs) (laughs) Got you something. Send it to the group chat. You're a terrible human being. Um, Um, No, I I think if... So if I were in a scenario where I saw it and they saw me and, like, acknowledged the fact that I had seen them cheating, I would probably go up to them and, like, talk to them first. Hey, dickhead! But if I had seen it and they hadn't seen me, I would probably... Cut their brakes. I would probably go to my friend instead. Like, it would really... Again, it would depend on the scenario. Like, I'm I'm probably going to go to my friend who I know um, better and tell them rather than actually talk to the significant other that I don't know very well. But if we've acknowledged one another, I'm probably going to say to them, heads up, I'm not going to keep this a secret for you. Like, you have... You've got 24 hours. Essentially, you've got this long to say something or I'm going to say something because this is not on. 
So. All right. So, what would you say your is your highest priority in life right now? Wow. Success in work or school, finding peace and happiness for yourself, seeking truth in all things. All things. What does that mean? Serving those around you, developing strength of character. <laughs> developing Washing your balls. Character. Wash the seam of your balls. <laughs> Serving those around you. Um, I would have thought for you it was either success in work or school or just finding peace and I think it's finding peace because I don't give a fuck about school, unfortunately. I, I really should. It really should be more of a priority, but I'm... Oh, oh we're calculating results. Ooh. You would be... Amity. Amity. What the hell does this mean? You're at peace when the people around you are getting along. You appreciate music and the arts. You believe that aggression and hostility are to blame for most of the world's problems. That's fucked! Others see you as sometimes (laughs) flaky or indecisive, but also as easygoing and warm. I don't think anyone sees me as warm or (laughs) easygoing. Definitely not. Fiery blaze is is closer to it than warm. Fiery and aggressive. Yeah. Um... Well, this has been whack. So, for people who didn't read the books or watch the films because you had Wait, better things to do. Wait, this is a book? Yeah, it's yeah. a YA trilogy. Yeah. What the hell is that? Divergent. And, yeah, so, okay, so I think Twilight kicked off the whole... No. No, it didn't. Harry Potter did. No. Um, there was a you? There was a phase of, like, YA novels. And it started with Harry Potter. No, it didn't. YA Games. Young Adult. Yeah. yeah, and then you got Hunger Games. And Harry then- Potter is not a YA fucking story. It's a children's book that became YA as the characters aged up, but it yes. wasn't part of that trend. So the Hunger Games kicked it off, and then everyone was scrambling. It's the same as, like, how Twilight came out, and then a bunch of fucking sexy vampire books got released. Bunch of sexy vampires. Sexy, so, sexy vampires. Um, <laughs> Hunger Games came out, and then it was like Divergent, Maze Runner, and I guess some Remember other- that Akon song where he's like, I'm trying to find the words to describe this girl without being disrespectful, and yes. he settles on, sexy, sexy bitch. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, there's- It's dystopian YA fiction. Yeah. So it all has that same theme. As YA that it's set is in a dis- really not that much shorter than young adult. But it's it's set. In <laughs> like it's not it's not like we have to keep saying YA. Yay! Yeah. Um. It, yeah. It's, yeah. They're all set in a dystopian future yeah. where where children have to have to like kill each other. Yeah. Essentially. And there's a sexy love other. triangle between like the dumpy guy and the sexy guy. Every yeah. Time anyway. I see so there's there's ab ab agate ag, ab what the fuck is this word? Show us. Abignation. 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 The selfless, amity, the peaceful, candor, the honest. I got erudite, s- the intelligent, dauntless, the brave. I gotta say the Gryffindors. I yeah. think I think that you're correct that. Harry Potter was a children's book that the you know the characters aged with the audience and it became a young adult book. But not only that, it's become an adult book because these fucking millennial fucks that won't read another goddamn series. I'm just cannot grow up and just just stop. That is, it's one of the biggest for me. Faux pas, one of the biggest turnoffs on dating apps. If you name drop Harry Potter, it's just over before it starts. I just want to point out, though, that Harry Potter got 
kids and teenagers reading again because for a long time there, there was Reading huge, those books. No, no, no. There was a huge literacy drop, a massive literacy drop where children were not reading and it got them reading again. It got them interested in reading again. It was such a phenomenon. Um, and so it did help spur on young adult fiction because it aged and people were continuing to be invested in this series and then uh, things like um, things like Hunger Games and Divergent and all that sort of stuff came out. But yeah, Harry Potter literally revived literacy for for children. I mean, look, if that's the case, then that is pretty impressive. It's just why do adults still have to cling to these? Yeah, I think the books? like it's an identity for them. Yeah, it's like Marvel movies. Marvel movies and Harry Potter are the two biggest things on dating apps that are like insert personality here. I think the sort of like the male equivalent of that is like nowadays it's probably like MMA or stand up. Um, What's that one that says yeah. Harry Potter helps lift school literacy rates? Be- being into stand up comedy is an identity. Um, what year is this from? Uh, 2002. Exactly. Okay, here we you go. You got so the, a friend the Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah, so right at the inception of Freddie ago, But boys continue to outperform girls in mathematical skills, and girls are more literate. For the second year in a row, results of the basic skills test show that children of non-English speaking backgrounds have numeracy skills above the state average. These students this year for the first time drew level on literacy standards, despite fears when the mandatory tests were introduced in 1996 that they would be disadvantaged by English language testing. The Education Department's Deputy Director General, Schools, Alan Lachlan, said the popularization of literature, especially the Harry Potter publishing phenomenon, was partly responsible for the lift in literacy because it had taken reading out of the egghead realm. Literature is no longer seen as the province of the nerd, he said. The Minister for Education, John Watkins, said this year's results for Year 3 and Year 5 public school students were the best since testing began and back to study last year of OECD countries that showed NSW students were among the best in the world. A quarter of Year 5 students were this year in the highest achievement bands for literacy, an increase of 2% on last year's figures. Mr. Watkins attributed the success to targeted spending on literacy programs, such as the Reading Recovery Scheme, in which 925 specialist teachers last year helped 7,500 Year 1 students with reading problems. While the test showed that Year 5 students did particularly well at reading and writing, average results for Year 3 literacy were virtually the same as last year, suggesting that standards had reached a plateau. Numeracy scores have barely changed since 1996. Boys have been put on notice that their mathematical superiority is under challenge. The numeracy gender gap is shrinking, but girls are consistent. It's on site, boys, in 2001. 2002. 2002. <clears throat> on site, girls are catching up to you. I mean, STEM is definitely, like, women in STEM is definitely an important issue at the moment. There was a video that I watched on Instagram Reels about this girl who is was around the same age as me and she was talking about how in, I think it was either middle school, so around our kind of like year six, year seven kind mm. of age, she was part of the robotics team. So she was American and they all have teams like chess team and stuff and they all go and compete. And she was part of the robotics team and she was the only girl, but she was also the captain and she helped build this robot that they took to a competition and everybody, like, I think they came, they either came second or something, um, and someone came up to it and was like, oh, but, you know, the boys helped you build this, didn't they? As in, like, you, you didn't, even though she was the captain, even though she was the captain, there was this insinuation that she was just a face, a marketing ploy to be like, oh, girls in Diversity quota. Diversity, yeah. When she was the front runner, she was the one who was managing everything. She was really invested and interested. And she did most of the build for the robot that they they entered into the competition or into the um, whatever it was, the state competition. And then just everybody being like, 
Yeah, but you didn't really build this, did you? It was the boys who built it, and you're just which kind is of the like face. it's it's funny because like nowadays, uh, STEM or like coding or whatever, it's a male-dominated profession, and it's seen as like a male thing to be like into computers and whatever. But being into computers and coding and stuff historically was a female-dominated industry. So like mm. being a secretary, using a computer, these are womanly professions. Yeah. That like women were pushed into in the workforce in like office culture, while while the men were out shaking hands, yeah, and like doing how cocaine. Fast, how fast you could type though? That was a yeah. thing. Like how many words per minute could you type on a not so not a computer, but on a typewriter? But that so speed when computers and, when, and accuracy when computers became more mainstream in offices, like that was a female profession. And then doing like software engineering and stuff like that, that was a female dominated profession. And when like like when tech started to become more mainstream and like computers and stuff became more mainstream and profitable that's when men started to take over in that industry and women got pushed out of it yeah. um and it uh like i was there was i can't i can't remember what the exact fact was but there was a thing about um that's all right approximate the fact <laughs> there was a thing about like how the british the reason that the british uh tech industry is basically non-existent is because they uh like essentially just pushed talented women out of the industry yeah. entirely but i need to go back and double check yeah and it's stuff disregard like that. that final statement so you know i like fuck I, britain i get that it's a hot button of like women in stem at the moment but i think it needs it definitely needs to be more at the forefront now like now, now more than ever just you know with this is my fight song yeah more of that more of that anyway we're not here to talk about women i mean no. we are but <laughs> i mean kind of women's but, yeah. wrongs R- women as they relate to men speaking of women Boys, and the uk lads what's up with thatcher what about oh, really her? what about her? she's know. dead who cares yeah <laughs> okay let's talk about women's wrongs first of all thatcher Bad queen. look, bad look, sweetie. Yeah, the queen. When is she gonna die? I don't know. Never. She, she's probably close. I don't know. We haven't seen her for a while. Philip's dead, so it's close. Oh now. yeah, like once, um, like uh, elderly couples when one of the spout when like one of them dies, that's like, all right, you're on the clock now, love. Yeah. Because <laughs> like. It hit, obviously it hits like losing a partner is obviously like a huge thing for anybody. But when you've been together for like fifty plus years and that person is just like a part of you, and yeah. there's like the majority. Don't you dare try and <clears throat> make me empathize with the queen. Or, well, she's still an old lady, and mm. her husband's dead, and like fuck him. I imagine how difficult it would be for her to relate to people in general, being a queen. Yeah. The only other person that she would be able to sort of relate to, kind of, is her husband, because you know it's like they're the same age group, they're both royals. But why don't she just talk to her nonce son? No, but, but also <laughs> he, so he he would have been from the same era. He would have gone through the exact same sort of, um, the the exact same stuff she's been through. But also all of the same events and stuff. So he gets what being royal is about. Like that's a different. Cosmos of obviously, stuff. like all of her kids would know what being a royal is about, but they're also her kids. It's different. Is, she alive yeah. during World War One? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so she was or alive, a, but she, but her father was in power. She would have yeah. been like a baby. Yeah. Oh, I watched um, The King's Speech, which is a great film. Thanks for recommending that, by the way, Ellen. Yeah, no problem. It was a really good film. But the dude who played the king before, like the, the original king, is it King George? Yeah. Yeah. He was played by uh, New Dumbledore. Yes. And he's very Michael Gambon. good. Yeah, he's good. I want to see him in more stuff. Michael Gambon isn't doing any more films because I think he started to get, um, he, well, he thinks he's starting to get dementia. And he can't, like, he's having difficulty. But he's mem- not sure. <laughs> he's well, not no, sure. He can't so remember. He, no, he's having difficulty memorizing spe- um, scripts and Well, I mean, you don't stuff. need to anymore. Johnny Depp had the last Pirates of the Caribbean in a fucking earpiece. Did he? Yeah, he yeah. didn't bother to learn his lines. He had a fucking earpiece the entire film. That dude is checked I don't know, out. I don't know if Michael Gambon would. That's so I think funny. he has too much self-respect for that. Michael Gambon's an, an old school actor. I don't know if he'd be okay with that. No, of course not. He's got too much self-respect. But yeah. Johnny Depp, hell yeah, dude. That's so funny. Michael Gambon Imagine a editing actor. that film. Imagine editing just like the the 10 to 20 second pauses between lines while Johnny Depp's getting his, his lines delivered to him in an earpiece. Which which movie was that? I'm all like I, I probably, the most recent Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean four movie. Or five I won't, or five, but I'm yeah. almost interested to watch it with that in mind, just to see. It's how got well the guy it. from uh, No Country for Old Men as well. What Sugar? Yeah, interesting. Sugar, Sugar, yeah, Sugar. I was thinking of Segura, which is not. No, it's not no. Tom Segura. That'd be hilarious, though. Um, also in King's Speech, it, Guy Pierce. And that was surprising to me. The Australian guy? Yeah, Guy Pearce plays the older brother that abdicates. It's pretty gay. Oh, wait, no, yeah. About it. Guy Pearce. <laughs> Piercing guys. Anyway. Come on, mate. So you are a an amity. Yeah, this sucks. I didn't realize You're I was getting roped one. into doing some kind of book thing. Um, Books. So, but you, so this Ellen, conversation you were a- reminded me that I was about to buy a book and I just purchased it while we were talking. So you were a Harry Potter kid. I was. You so, were a so ha- was I. You were a Harry Potter kid. Yeah. I was Artemis Fowl. I had the cool I liked Artemis book. Fowl as well. Uh, yeah, like... You I, got those from me. I didn't quite No, I got the those. audiobooks recommended to me by mum because I'm dyslexic and didn't read. Oh, <laughs> so right. I was She was also... like, we need him to be into literature, but he can't read. Well, so she then. got them from me then. Yeah. She got the idea of it. But I was Oh, no, I had Del Toro as well. Yeah. Remember Del, Del Toro, Toro Quest? Quest is yeah. good. Fuck yes, dude. Okay. Australian fantasy. I also had some bleed through from like 90s and 80s literature as well for kids because I had much older cousins than me who were born in the 70s. So I got their hand-me-downs like... Lolita. Like Goosebumps and, <laughs> and Babysitter's no. Club and like all that sort of stuff. I never so. got into Goosebumps. The covers of those books were dope. Oh, and Animorphs as well. No, I got I into Animorphs. That. That's interesting. And then there was also... Oh, I never got into that. I had friends that were into it. I may have read one or two, but I was never... Goosebumps. Goosebumps, I was yeah. That. So... Yeah, so More I like got some of that gooch bumps. So I got some of that oh, 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 oh. trickle down. That's why you got to wash your balls, folks. <laughs> um, all right, let's an- let's get another personality quiz. Gosh, really? What, yeah. What's what? another personality quiz we can think of? I don't know. You think of it. Like BuzzFeed has got just a oh, yeah, boatload of them. Just do some BuzzFeed personality BuzzFeed. quizzes. Because we've reached the lowest. What common brand denominator. of mechanical pencil are you? Yeah, exactly. Here we go. 
Answer these five brackets random questions. Oh, yes. I love random questions. find out what cookie you embody. Let's find out what cookie I embody. I eat the most cookies out of anyone here. Okay. And... I will say, I've I'd got to put myself on blast a little bit because I'm like, who's fucking reading Harry Potter and blah, blah, blah. The book that I just bought is a James Bond book. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's my... I Look, I used to read James Bond books when I was a kid, which, I mean, they're adult books. Yes. Yeah. And I, like, recently, like maybe last year or something, when I was like, man, I am an idiot and I don't read and I need to start reading. I thought, what do I want to reread to get myself back in the swing of it? And the first thing I thought of was Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Yeah, that I just remember there were scenes from the book that I still remembered how he had explained, like how, how it was written, like, and how I kind of visualized that there was a couple from man with a golden gun as well. Mm. But like, okay. Unsurprisingly, these books were written in the 50s, very racist and very misogynist. Mm -hmm. But other than that, the writing style, I really appreciate. I like it a lot. It is very like manly, like extended prose on a golf game or a card drive or a fucking woman getting out of a pool or something. Like it's very for the boys, but. Like he writes well, he doesn't write like an idiot. Even if they're meatheadish topics, he mm. has a Ian Fleming has some kind of finesse. That's why they were so fucking successful. But so. I think that's the same as J.R. Tolkien. Like his stuff, he he's will boring. Just, he will I just find him off, boring as well. I mean, uh, so I like the Hobbit and I like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but he will just go off on some random tangent in the middle of the main story, and you're like, okay, mate, let's get back to it. Let's get back to the story, and the tangent just goes on forever, yeah. and then you finally get back to the story, and you're like, I've forgotten even where we were, what we were doing. So they're not easy reads, that's for sure. Anyone who says well, that I've, the Lord I'm, of the Rings trilogy is an easy read is lying. I'm buying this to supplement my very difficult reading, which makes me feel like an idiot with some easy reading fiction. Mm. Um, I've realised that I need I need that in there. I need to be reading something easy or something fiction to stop my brain from falling out because I'm, I'm I the keep same. trying to read phenomenology of perception and it's just I I'm doing it in like bits of chapters because I'll literally read two pages and just sit there on the couch like fuck (laughs) 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 this is very difficult yeah I I, again like so my whole thing is just audiobooks like I I try reading full books and I'll zone out if I listen to an audiobook I kind of I'm better at listening than I am at reading though like because I I read very slowly and then it just becomes like, uh, like be- so with because of dyslexia, it's like it's it's more effort to read, it's more mental effort, so it's actually like tiring to be reading for a long period of time, mm. and that's part of why kids get so discouraged from reading when they're young and have dyslexia because like the amount of like mental effort just to comprehend what's being uh like read, yep. let alone like appreciate it as a as a work of literature just turns them off entirely so like i get audiobooks but um i'm very sad because i tried to go back to the old artemis fowl books and oh no my artemis fowl audiobooks were read by nathaniel parker who's a shakespeare who's a british shakespearean actor and he's very good and his voices are very good they have since updated that on audible to some irish guy 
which in theory makes sense because Owen Colfer is Irish, Artemis Fowl is Irish. I think Irish. it's Ian, isn't it? No, it's all. I mean, it was always read as Owen Colfer when never. Really? Yeah. Fucking Irish names, mate. Anyway, he's How Irish. The story is set in like Ireland. E O I N. Maybe, or you could pull it up and see. The audiobooks all say Owen Colfer, so I'm going with that. Unless he. Like, just didn't check. But it's the same when as, they, like... When they made his audio But people make those mistakes all the time. Like, look at Saoirse, uh, Saoirse Ronan. She is look constantly... Look at Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, people are constantly saying, like, Cersei and, like, weird stuff. She gets, like, crazy mispronunciations of her name. And on talk shows, she'll have to be like, it's Saoirse like Inertia. Literally having to like social like in I don't know who yeah. this is. She's an actress. All right then. She's an anyway an actor. Anyway, um, yeah, they replace it with some Irish dude. But the problem is, Irish is a very strong accent. He can't do accents that aren't Irish. So in the second book, there's a character. There's a few characters that have like heavy Russian accents and. It's just the most excruciating shit you've ever heard with, like, hearing a guy with a very strong Irish accent trying to do Russian. Just... Well, can you not find the originals, like, on YouTube or anything? I tried to... So, you can... Um, Why would they hire a voice actor who can't do more than just this? Because he's voice? Irish. Like, I'm sure he's a lovely person and he's been in no, a few... No, fuck him! He's been in a few things. Like, he is an Irish voice actor. But, yeah, you're right, like... It makes more sense getting the uh, the British Shakespearean just, actor who can do a bunch getting of accents. Some, yeah, just getting someone who can do multiple voices. New, actually, the thing is, though, newly produced audiobooks like Dune, they have multiple voice actors. So they'll have a guy doing the narration and then, like, some female actress to do a bunch of the female characters and etc. But that's not new. That's why I like the BBC dramatised well, you, You've got the BBC Yeah, that drama- sounds like a radio play. Yeah, you, yeah. you're doing, like... Yeah, you've got like radio plays that have been produced and, so- <laughs> and sold as audiobooks. But yeah. footsies over here. More recent audiobooks that I've been listening to, like the Yahtzee Croshaw uh, audiobooks, those those have got like, or like the new Harry Potter books as well. Like they'll have um, like the voice actors. No, the the VO will will have like special effects and stuff. So like when uh, McGonagall is on the PA system, it sounds like she's on a PA system, which is a nice touch. But isn't that just the the most the ones that I know of are the Stephen Fry ones, and it's the ones that most people yeah those like. ones yeah they're the best ones because he is phenomenal. He's at phenomenal, but they've also like put a well, little bit McGonagall, more. Well, McGonagall, Jimmy's dead. <laughs> they slit his throat from here to here. Hey, I'm trying to eat lunch here. Anyway. Sorry, I just needed to insert that. So, what kind of cookie are you? Wow, what would Ooh, let's what? answer some random questions. Ooh, Jackie Chan! <laughs> what would be your ideal weekend? Staying in bed, watching a movie, going out with friends, playing video games until the sun comes up. I would prefer to be alone and have no one bother me. Stay in bed and watching a movie. Right, then. You're not a gamer. I mean, I am, but... But you'd rather watch movies. Yeah, because... I'd rather play eight hours of Age of Empires 4. Okay, good for you. Hobbit I didn't want to touch that game ever again when I finished it, but... I still did. I was ready for more the next night. Yeah, I want to come back to it. Well, get the game then. I have it. I bought it. I told you. Have you bought it? Do you have it? No, I don't have it. I don't know if it's on sale anymore. How much was it on sale? 40? 
which means that it originally, because what I paid for it was fifty percent off, was eighty dollars. Oh my god! You yeah. have to spend eighty dollars on loser. Anyway, retails for suckers. Uh, what's your favorite season? Summer, winter, fall, or spring? Fall. Fall. I'm an autumn bitch. That sucks. What do you mean? Winter, baby. That's the best one. No way. You suck. Anyway, you suck. Uh, do you dunk your cookies? Yes. No, that's gross. I don't have a drink with my cookie. I just have a drink on the side, but I don't dunk my cookie. That's the same as no, gross. idiot. Uh, no, I do. I, I dunk. All right. Tim yes. Tam Slam. Hello. Uh, do you like sweet or salty? Sweet, salty, I can't choose, honestly, either. I like... Honestly, neither, sorry. I mean, I like both, so... I'll How do you like neither? Choose. Say I can't choose, because I like both. Yeah, that's weird. What the fuck, BuzzFeed? And finally, how many cookies can you eat in one sitting? Oh, my God. One to three, three to six, six to nine. Don't worry about it. Um, I guess I could eat a lot. Six to nine. I could eat a six lot of cookies. Six to nine. I could eat a lot of cookies. Oh, my God. You're a chocolate chip. That's so basic. You're basic. I am, a, I am a basic bitch. Loser. <laughs> you're a fucking basic bitch. I, I'm, chocolate chip bitch. I do love a good pumpkin spice latte. Not going to lie. Pumpkin spice lattes are the basic bitches. Also, chocolate chip cookie dough is the basic white bitch flavor of the ice cream world. Just it really is. Chocolate chip cookie is overrated. It is. No. That's, no. that's what I think of you. <laughs> that's you after having six to nine <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. cookies. Laced with laxatives. <laughs> The reverb is just so fucking overwhelming. It's terrible. Why? It doesn't need to be a thing. (laughs) This is a podcast for men. Men like fart noises. I'm going to fart so hard. Oh, my God. Nailed it. What? Shit. I can't believe that I had to listen to that. All right, Donald Trump fought. <laughs> Sir, the Mexicans destroyed the wall with a burrito fart. What the fuck? Uh, oh, yeah. What the hell? Can, do we have to? Anybody listen? is allowed to upload <laughs> <Do we have laughs> to, to my instance. Oh, that's terrible. Can we just not? That just brought down the whole vibe of the show. A couple minutes ago, we were doing a cookie test. Folks, we're doing the cookie test. It's got... 2,132 views and only 168 favorite at this button. It's 168 too many. That's probably just this kid's friends as well. This yeah. kid has 168 friends? Nah, man, kids can rally. Get him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I was on... He's an up-and-coming content creator. I was on stream with a, with like with two kids who were like... I was playing Splitgate. They sauce. were in the chat. Sauce. <laughs> this is Sauce. <laughs> They were they were in the chat. They were also playing. They weren't in my chat. They were in the Splitgate chat. <laughs> just me and Dylan side eyeing one another. <laughs> just like, I'm pissed I off, know. man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pissed I don't off, know. man. Um. Anyway, I left my shit on Jeffrey's Island. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah. So like, help me, Bill. But 
I found this. Uh, they both have YouTube channels. One of them had like I don't know, like ten subscribers. Also, little kid YouTube channels are hilarious because they're just doing the same thing that like they see Mr. Beast or like whatever do. Just really, really bad. What's up, guys? And it's like whatever their parents will allow them to put on. So like, there's no face cam or anything. So it's all done in like Windows Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. But one of them had a 10 subscriber Q and A, which is adorable. That rocks. The other one had like 400 subscribers. He was making. He was just churning out content. Yeah. Mostly YouTube Shorts. But one of the videos is like, why I haven't been making. Vi-. They're all like a couple of seconds or whatever, or a couple of minutes. And none of them have VO. They're all just, like, subtitles and Roblox footage. But one of them was like, why I haven't been making videos? I'm like, wow, people have noticed that he's not making videos. What's happening? I used to get that with, like, Instagram accounts that were just meme accounts. And then the the caption would be unrelated to the meme. It's like, sorry, I haven't been posting lately. No one cares. Yeah, but, No like, one cares. You're this, a meme account. This is adorable, though, because it was basically like, I've been at school, but now it's school holidays, so I'm going to be uploading again. Just Aww. this, just pure wholesome. Good for them. Child friendly content. Focus on your studies. Shout yeah. out to Jordan AU. Go give him a like and a subscribe. Also, yeah, definitely study. Stay in school, kids. Do they, but also, if you're a competitor in the content game, I will kill you. <laughs> so, Jordan, whatever the fuck your name is, you're on blast now, son. I'm gonna come hit you over the head with a James Bond novel. Any other quizzes? All you right. have to take a quiz now. Yeah, I still haven't taken a quiz. Um, Do you want to know which US city you should live in? Still the one Go down. Go down? It's under Hermione. Under Hermione. Which, oh, I, I saw Elf and immediately was like, I don't want to be here. All right. Still the one I kiss. Good night. Uh, want to know which US city you should live in? Where should I live? Describe yourself. Free thinker, outdoorsy, athletic, ambitious, intellectual, laid back, artistic, nurturing, fun loving, performer. If that said autistic, then yes. <laughs> Got his ass. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm not very ambitious. You're athletic. I'd say you're athletic. I mean, I'm technically athletic because it's my job, but I wouldn't. But dis- also, you you willingly go to the gym. It's so true. Yes. All right, I guess that's all it takes, people. Yeah. Oh man, you only get to choose one. What if I'm also fun loving? <laughs> It's bullshit. Anyway, pick a TV show to binge. Nailed it. Wipeout, Shark Tank, Outland. D- are, th- are these even on anymore? I don't know. Baywatch, Ted Lasso, The Voice, Call Me Cat, Yellowstone. I've never watched any of these except Wipeout. So Wipeout. Wipeout it is. I'm watching Wipeout. Choose your career. Nature Guide, podcast host. Yay! Yay. Uh, nurse, business executive. Graphic designer. Business executive. I work at the business factory. (laughs) Big animal vet. Business is big right now. Big animal vet as opposed to small animal vet. Um, DJ, fashion designer, writer, yoga teacher. I mean, so you're you're technically in doing like nursey sort of stuff. Not really, but like that's what you're studying. Not really at all. Um, you you now currently, if we're going to equate it, I think uh, just podcast. I know, is but I'm saying what you do now is kind of closer to yoga instructor. Actually, I think I'd like. No, actually, I wouldn't like to be a nature guide. I'd like to be someone who is 
in nature but doesn't have to talk to people. Yeah, okay. So podcast host. Yeah. Tell them they fucking- can they can follow you if they do so silently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just walk through the nature. They can follow me from a like a ten foot distance and if anybody litters, I'm allowed to shoot them in the head. Yeah, Jesus. I was talking to a chick who like she was dating a couple of guys. And she was just giving me, like, the update on, oh, this went out with this person, whatever, whatever. And one day she was like, nah, I can't date this guy. I was out on a date with him and he littered. Nice. <laughs> nah, good for her. It, yeah. was, it was a hard turn off for her after her. She was she was really into him, but she saw him litter and she was like, it's the second time he's done it as well. That's such, like, the thing yeah. is, that's such. You gotta be a real piece of shit. That is shithead behavior, though, because there's bins everywhere. Yeah, yeah, they were in the CBD. Man. Yeah, man, there's like a bin every ten feet. What are you doing? But also, you'd be surprised how often that happens. I remember one time in the UK, I was walking to my bus stop to go to work, and this guy was walking towards me, and he just threw a packet, like an empty packet from a from chips, just over this fence, and he saw me. After he'd done it and I was looking at him and as I was walking up to him, I said, do you want to pick that up? And he looked at me really sheepishly and then went and picked it up. Nice. Good and for you. And I was you. like, good. And he just looked really like, oh, oh. I was like, don't just throw a it's, chip packet it's, on the floor, it you sucks, idiot. It sucks when you get told we off. We live by, in a society. It sucks when you get told off by strangers for doing stuff. Like, you know you shouldn't be doing it and then you're like being held to account and there's just nothing yeah. that you can do. So like one time I when I was... I used to have a uh, a job as a meter reader where, like, you just drive around in your car and read people's gas meters. And I had brought my packed lunch, which was a sandwich, and there was a piece of bread that I, like, wasn't going to eat or whatever, so I just threw it out my window, which is, in, to my head, that's not littering because it's bread, and it's just going to, like... It will eventually decompose on a It'll bird, rot. It's on the grass. I didn't, sh- I didn't chuck it on the road or anything. I just chucked it on, like... The, Ants will eat it. Yeah, the verge. But I happened to do it. As the owner of the house was coming oh, home. don't do it on so, someone's property. <laughs> it wasn't his property. It was The Verge, not his. It's the council's. Right. Anyway, he's driving. He's like, yeah, he's he's driving home, like, up the road as he sees me do that. And he gets out of his car. He's like, do you want to pick up that fucking shit you've just thrown on my <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I fucking got out and picked it up. And he's like, this isn't a fucking tip. I would have told you off, too. I would Yeah, been he like- was right. He was in the right for telling me off. But also... Shut up. <laughs> I'll do what I want. I absolutely would have told you off if that Now he's on blast on my podcast. <laughs> Where's your podcast, Rando? I'm going to fight you. All right. Pick a hobby to take up. Pick a hobby. Cycling, surfing, playing an instrument, baking, photography, pottery, uh, organic gardening, investing. That's a fun hobby. <laughs> oh, I think you would be, you'd do organic gardening. You're kind of doing it now a bit. I'm You're bad also at doing it. playing an instrument. You're learning the old yeah. piano. Yeah, I'm learning I the piano. I still think organic gardening. You've had more of an interest in that than anything because you're always talking about how you want to he is always talking have like a commune where you do your own gardening and stuff yeah mostly just because i want to be left alone why do people on dating apps put a photo of them with their hotter friend next to them yeah like that's just are they hoping that you'll think that it's them (laughs) (laughs) why Um, maybe they don't realize that their friend is hotter organic gardening and now pick, pick a, meal. a meal. Cold brew, coffee and a bagel, pizza, steak and fr- uh, frites? Frites. 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 Fuck a frites. frites. It's French for small chips. Frites. BuzzFeed, go away. 
pasta, salmon and greens, stew, non-specific, just stew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a stew. Sushi, vegan curry, fried chicken, barbecue. This is uh, vegetarian curry. Like there are oh, so vegetarian. many more word letters in that word than Shut up. to be vegan. It's vegetarian. I don't know how you read that as vegan. He has a brain. Shut up. <laughs> he has a brain issue. He has a neurological Stop disorder. talking. Stop farting, Ellen. Stop it. <laughs> Hurry up and pick a food, you dumb bitch. All right. Uh, dumb fucking bitch. I, I think cold brew and a bagel. I love me a coffee. I love a cold, cold brew. Cold brew and a bagel. That's not a meal, though. Yeah, it is for me. Uh, yeah. Pick a historic figure to meet. Vincent van Gogh, Elvis, Queen Victoria, Gandhi, Rosa Parks. Um, sit down! <laughs> Houdini. <laughs> Back there! <laughs> Houdini, Annie Oakley, Mary... Who's Mary Curry? Mary Curie. Curie. Mary Curry. <laughs> oh, my God. She discovered radiation. <laughs> and Curry. <laughs> Marie Curie. Radioactive curry. <laughs> she discovered radiation. Jackie Robinson, Coco Chanel. Um, I, uh, I think you'd want to meet Gandhi. Gun? No, I don't care about Gandhi. Fuck Gandhi. I'm, like, right. I'm getting into... I've got to send you those videos that I've been seeing on TikTok of this Indian guy who's like, fuck Gandhi, actually. <laughs> he was, actually, he was trash. He's, is, is it like the equivalent of the, the liberals who are like, fuck Obama now? Kind of, yeah. yeah. But liberals aren't like, fuck Obama. I guess liberals still love her, but it's, they're slow to they're slow to pick up. It's like progressives who you think Obama is shit, right? Anyway, I think Rosa Parks. I'm getting into like um, a lot of uh, Black history and activism and stuff, so it'd be cool to talk to Rosa Parks. I would have picked Elvis. What was going through your head when you didn't stand up? My feet hurt. Pick a vacation. Um, street performance festival in New Zealand. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Uh, cooking lessons in Tuscany. Working dude ranch in Argentina. Why would I want to work? Atlantis water park resort in the Bahamas. Hiking in Iceland is definitely me. Trying karaoke in Tokyo. Uh, shopping in Dubai. Snorkeling in Thailand. Learning to weave in Peru. So far, I'm going to fucking Iceland. I would learn Iceland. to weave in Peru. Yeah, of course you would, you girl. Yeah. Choose a movie character. Um, Robert Langdon from The Da Vinci Code, Becca Mitchell from Pitch Perfect, Finnick O'Dare from The Hunger Games, uh, The Lone Ranger, uh, Fred Weasley from Harry Potter, Rapunzel from Tangled, uh, Claire Brown from Aquamarine, Letty Lutz from The Greatest Showman, Han Solo, uh, Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh... Just choose a movie. Just pick one. Just choose. Just pick one. Um, what one resonates with you? I think Fred Weasley because he fucked Hermione, and that's no, he didn't. Yeah. That's that's Wait, Ron no. Weasley. Fred is a twin. You're Fred right. is one of the twins. You're right. Maybe he didn't fuck her. He definitely didn't. Okay. I that's thought fun. you were gonna pick I got Han confused. Solo. Why? I mean, I don't really care about Han Solo. All right. Oh, God, I don't care about any of these. All right, next question. I guess Fred Weasley, we're picking him. He's cool. Whatever. Pick a gift. A sewing machine, outdoor fire pit, tablet and Amazon gift card, necklace, theater tickets, art easel, camping gear, video game system, 
Peloton. Peloton. It's a <clears throat> like it's the cycle thing. It's one of those really expensive. How do you work in that machines. industry and you've yeah. never come across a Peloton? A Peloton, and it's got a built-in screen, and they've got a subscription to like exercise videos, and you can watch the I've live never ones heard that and word participate. Okay. Peloton. Uh, or a vintage Crazy. record player, video game system for sure. Get me a wow. PS5 because I'm not going to buy one. Well, I'm not going to buy you one. Well, it's up to you now, Dylan. I'm not going to buy you one either. Oh, man, this is <laughs> bullshit. And finally, pick a celebrity icon. Kim Kardashian, Stephen King, uh, Marie Kondo. Stephen Marie Kondo. Uh, Greta Thunberg. Garth Thunberg. Bro- Thunberg. Is that her name? Yes. Ugh. Dune, Dune. Michael Jordan, Tony Hawk, Oprah, Jeff Koons, Ariana Grande. Why is that funny? It's not. There's nothing. It's normal. It's spelled with a K. Why is that name funny? Spelled with a K. (laughs) Is this who you want to meet? Just celebrity icon. Or just pick. Pick one. Just pick. Just who you like. Uh, I think Greta's pretty iconic because she's made so many grown-ass men so irrationally angry for so long for... Nothing. Basically nothing. Oh, Portland, Oregon. Portland? Portland's pretty cool. What's Portland got? What does it say? You definitely march to the beat of your own drum. That says beat, not bead. Yeah, I said beat. You said bead. I said beat of your own drum. We're going to do the recording over. Yep. (laughs) You're open to new ideas and ways of thinking. I'll say it and then you can dub it in. Bead. There you go. Um, you're open to your voice. you're open to new ideas and ways of living. Uh, you need a city like Portland that embraces that. No, I'm I'm gonna move to Finland. That's so not in America. This was about America. Listeners yeah, from America, you can let us know if you think that uh, Cameron is lol. Oh my gosh, so Portland. Um. Portland, Oregon. You can tell Oregon. Us that. Oregon. Isn't it? There's free weed there, isn't there? Well, not legal weed, not free. <laughs> it's free it's if free. you're sticking it. It's free! Free. <laughs> Law enforcement free. Judgment free. Crime free. Crime free weed. Is it on? Yeah, the- West Coast. So, that's, yeah. And it gets cold. Yeah, yeah. probably. Well, that'd be all right with probably Portland. It's so small, it's so tiny. So I mean, tiny. relative to the Earth, yeah. No, but because <laughs> I keep zooming out. No, but I mean, as in, like Portland itself as a, a city is quite small. It seems. Um, how big is Oregon? The state of Oregon. How big is Oregon? How big is Oregon? How big? Uh, that big. Oh, that's pretty big. It's kind of square. It's big, big. Old, it's pretty big. It's big, big old, old state. state. Big old state. That's huge. Yeah, out of all the states. It's yeah, quite, it's sizable. One of the chunkier boys. Yeah, it's sizable. Portland is quite small, though. What's up with Wyoming? Why is it a square? Big old Wyoming state. I don't know. Wyoming. Who knows why things are divided up the way they are? It's just, it happens. What's going on in uh, in America lately, Bill? What's, what's going on in I like that most state. of our states are really, Kentucky. are like divided relatively straight. It's like. Are we the only country, the only other country that has states? Um, I don't think so. But also, look at how nice and clean our state lines are. Yeah, so man, clean. especially WA. Look at that shit. Look at that. We nice get half the fuck lines. out. Yeah, boy. Shing. 
<laughs> very <laughs> strategic, just like thinking in terms of Age of Empires here, very strategic use of the coastline here, very far away from the border. Yep. You'd see them coming a mile off on this one one road. What is this road? That's the Nullarbor. Yeah, but what's the road called? I don't know. Erie Highway. <laughs> no, is it is it E-Y-R-E? Because yeah. that's air. Air Highway. Oh, no, he's the guy who named that rock. Fuck him. No, yeah, fuck Air's him. rock isn't spelt with an E, it's spelt hey, with an A. Hey, this reminds me of that big rock. Air's rock is an A, not an E. Well, now that we're looking at a map of Australia, let's talk about high-speed rail. Oh, good, <laughs> sweet lord. Oh, no. Wouldn't it be nice don't you, if don't you we have could Pilates? Just... Kill me now. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, I need to leave. What's the time? Oh, yeah, we're four minutes over an hour. Everybody leave. Bye. <laughs>